Yo, what it do, what it do, it's your boy Vibes. Yo, what's up, what's up, it's Sharon. What's good, it's Novell. And you now tuned into the Real Life Fish. Alright, what's going on everybody, we back with another one. Just want to let you guys know, uh, uh, Sharon and Novell won't be attending this episode with us at this moment, but I do have a special guest, a longtime friend. Uh, he go by Mel. Yeah, peace, peace. Thank you for having me, bro. No doubt, anytime, man. But uh, we're, we're going to dive into a topic that not many people are comfortable with and uh, it's called the higher power he has many names if you want to go by god uh jesus christ uh, or whatever he just goes by many names and in this episode i'm gonna try and debunk what god is spiritually and mentally for me and hopefully it'll help you clear up any doubts that you may have of him or what he's done period how much he's played a role in each of our lives while directing and creating the world's longest and continuous movie called Life. Mel, I'm going to ask you pretty much how, how, how did you come across him pretty much in your life? Okay, um, that's actually a really good question. In my life, I grew up as a um, Christian mm-hmm. based off what my mother was. So she passed that, that knowledge down to me and with that came with the responsibility of going to church reading the bible if i ever wanted to know something they tell you to uh, to yes. to look at the bible right right everything <laughs> you want to know is in the bible so i said okay i tried reading the bible for some reason it just didn't sit well with me mm-hmm. as time went on you know right place at the right time a gentleman came to me and said basically everything you need is within you as far as questions, answers, life, period. Everything is within you. And at that time, this was about three years ago, I mm-hmm. didn't understand exactly what he meant. And the man just sat me down and just started spitting knowledge to me. Right. <laughs> yeah, and with that being said, it was just something that I would like to call truth that resonated within my soul. And it was beyond my level of thinking. And it just it just felt so real, so right. So right. Versus re- yeah, versus reading the Bible. So I said, okay, this is interesting. I've never felt this before. Let me test this. Let me test this thing. Let me test this knowledge, this this new information. So what I did was I started to experience things. I started to look up things. I started to um, try things out, go through the trial and error. And then that's when mm. I started to say, you know what? This feels right. Right. And but the thing is, all I did was look inward as far as understanding who I am. All right. Understanding who I am, I started to understand who God uh, was. If that makes sense. Nah, that makes sense. But hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't wanna now I just I got another question for you, right? Uh to me I feel like um people people go to church, right? So I wanna I'm going to start at the at the church level, right? So a lot of people go to church and, and seek God for multiple reasons. But a lot of those reasons, some of them are to be to be or to have validation within them lives, within their self and in life. Right. But as you like as you as you started to progress outside of church, you started to look inward. And do you believe that the validation from a church which is a congregation of people a mixture of god because i still do believe god is there but you have a, a little bit more of self-love 
that is that is found within you but realizing that with god through trial and error pretty much you feel like it is validation that is being seeked because i believe at some point you don't really know itself in the beginning you you feel you want to be validated from other people and is seeking it from you you know so church is pretty much like uh if you did watch the family hopefully people did watch that and if you don't go watch it it's on netflix before they do take it off but um but now the family they say that you know they they pray and before we get a little bit more deep i did want to say this also this we're not i'm not trying to prove that god doesn't exist i've i think mel and i very much so believe in god and we just we just seeing it or seeking it from a different level and it and it does god stop at church or is he beyond church do you feel like the people that just stop at church aren't really getting the full intentions of his blessing and is being sheltered from truly seeking it versus like like trial and error versus just reading from a book what what is the difference from you trial and error and reading from a book or trying to understand a book versus trial and error you see i believe that book is based off someone else's life and it has many stories within that book mm -hmm. there's only one story that's yours mm. so you don't know how many times that book has been altered you know with with uh with what's true with what's false what's added what's taken away mm -hmm. you do know the book that you're writing which is your journey you know that's true right and that's all that you really can go based off of mm -hmm. is your truth living your journey because it's just you at the end of the day and everything that's happened outside of you is also a reflection of you right so if you are doing that's the greatest experience that's the greatest uh teacher common knowledge yeah that's the, that's the best teacher right which is that's life the, Yes, which right. is life, bro, and just experience it and literally take it one day at a time. So, can't nobody tell you. <laughs> right. So, one, one, of, one of my things I like to say that life is God and God is life. Mm -hmm. And wisdom comes from both. So, now I'm, I'm going to uh, jump into a little bit of my testimony. And I'm going to okay. get, um, that's, what, that's what we do a little bit here in Real Life-ish. We do, uh, not only do we give our personal um, experiences, but we also give a little bit of uh, emotion and a little bit more pain so people can kind of like, you know, relate to us a little bit. But um, my testimony is pretty much one day, you know, I was I was coming coming home from work and uh, my life was was very much so uh, low. Yeah, I was at a low point. I, I am married at this point. I do have my two oldest kids and my wife was now pregnant with the third and the moment that I realized that I was having a third boy and the moment I realized that God had told me to keep him because we, my wife had a, a, a miscarriage before and uh, and we did use a plan B and I, I don't believe in that as well now and my time in life because I'm nobody should play god and i feel like if you do take a life or you do stop something that you did that you got to stand there and you got to you got to deal with the consequences and having a kid is not a consequence i do believe that is a blessing 
but uh, God had told me not to, to, to abort my third son. He told me to have him and to trust in him. And this is not something that um, maybe they do tell you this in church. You know, I'm not going to say they don't. But for me, this is what came. This is what came from his from his mouth. And this is what I heard in my soul and in my body. So once I met my wife and I decided to have him to trust in him, that life, you know, was going to get better. But it looked scary from there. But I decided we decided to, to keep him. And uh, I was living with my dad at um, my old home. And we was all in one room. So it was me, my wife, my two kids. And we was just in one room. The energy was a little bit off there. And I knew, we you know, we had to get out. Especially when you overstay your welcome somewhere. Regardless if it's your parents or whatever. You can overstay your welcome anywhere. And he, he gave me a deadline to get out. I didn't know where I was going to get this money from. I didn't know where I was going to go. And I hit up my old landlord that I, that I used to rent from. And he, he showed me, he told me he had a place, but it wasn't in the best neighborhood, but he had a place and that I wanted to see it. So I said, yes, this was maybe on a Sunday. And that Thursday, I'm going to skip a little bit through it, but that Thursday, when I walked outside, the, the sun was shining. It, it was a different, it was a different feeling. And uh, I looked at my bank account and uh, I had, I had $5,000. So I, I, I closed it and I opened it back up. And it was still there. So I was like, okay, so I'm not bugging. So I hurry up. I put it to the savings account. But as I walk outside, it was shining and everything. And I go to the bus stop. So now there's a whole bunch of trash in in the on, on where the bus stop is. So the bus had to stop in the street. So as the bus comes, it's the express bus. You don't have to go in the front. You could go through any door as long as you have a ticket. So I get in the middle. I sit down. And then I see a... a, a uh, older lady trying to get on and she has the walker so since the bus was in the middle of the street when a bus compresses down it still wasn't low enough for her so something told me to get up and help her so I shrug it off and I say I don't know this lady like what am I getting up for but something told me again Ty get up and help so I say okay so I get up and as I'm walking to her the bus driver as well as is coming out of his uh seat to help. So I grab we both look at each other like what she like what are we gonna do? We you know, we both gonna help her, you gonna like what's going on? So I, I grab her left arm, he grabs her right, and we pull her up. So once that happens, she looks at me and says, Thank you with such like really really like gratitude. It was it was it was different. It was it was kinda weird. I'm like, what are you thanking me so much for? Like I just helped you up. Like, it was nothing to me. But to her, it was everything. So she was just saying, thank you, thank you. I said, nah, no problem. Don't worry about it. So as I'm walking back, I felt a hand saying, that's the boy that I raised. So subconsciously, I would like to say that was my mother. But the love behind that was was completely different. And it was love that I haven't felt before, that I've never experienced. And the reason why I started seeking God was before my mother did pass, she told me to seek God. And this episode symbolizes a lot because now when my mother said that, she didn't say seek a religion. She didn't say seek any any specific name. She just said seek God, to have God. She didn't care if I had a million dollars, cause anything of, of materialistic wise. She just wanted me to understand who God was. And my mother was very into 
God and they called her the faith child. And um and I'm gonna get into that a little bit later. That that feeling was was I, I can say now was a lot. It was better than the, the hug from my mother that I could receive. And I didn't really understand what that was until I did speak to my aunt and she kind of walked me through what was happening to her because you know certain people have a personal experience with God rather than just believing so for me I, I don't believe I know he exists and just through him he doesn't have to you don't have to go through anywhere else you don't have to be in a church you don't have to really go too far as long as you just answer when when he when he calls on you or when he speaks to you and it's a different it's a different voice but um I don't I don't want that that was my testimony pretty much mine was on a bus everybody else is different but uh do 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 you care to it um just about how you truly experience just God himself yeah sure okay mm-hmm. I would like to think I'd like to think that I've experienced God on many occasions mm-hmm. one in particular I remember I was driving to the ferry mm-hmm. I was driving yeah I was driving to the ferry this was about maybe two years ago and something just came out of nowhere I had like a deep thought I was in such a deep thought and I was thinking about my father you know which he had passed already and I was thinking about him I was just so fixated on him but not him as as, as his flesh because I mean I really, I really didn't know him but his presence there was a presence and that felt like, um, it felt like he wanted to know if everything was okay. Well, not necessarily if I'm okay, but in the grand scheme of me, period, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, is, am I okay? And I just was, I just answered saying, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I am okay. Mm-hmm. I am fine. You know, and I thought that that emotion was, was, was beyond my level of comprehension because it came out of nowhere. And it hit hard. It was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's like I had to respond. I right. Free. It was peace. It was very peaceful. Right, right. It was very peaceful. And I just knew, okay, this is beyond me. This is, this is above, this is higher than me. So I, I, it, was, it, was, it had to have been some part of me or, or a greater extension of me. So I, I thought it was peaceful. I thought it was kind. I thought it was very kind. So I, well, I said, I am good. I am okay. And right then, I think not only did I forgive him, I also felt like I felt like you know that everything is just it's everything is good it's fine from that and from that moment happened, yeah yeah from that moment I thought everything is fine and everything happens in divine order mm-hmm so it, it was confirmation for me in many ways and I used that day because that day had a, a really uh, a magical impact for my life mm. everything after that. Like I think everything after that moment mm-hmm. um, was confirmation. Right. I'll yeah, I'll say that. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's impeccable, man. I really like you know, that that that's that's a it's a confirmation pretty much because it's it's pretty much the same feeling of um of reassurance that that besides you losing somebody that you truly love and you think that it's over and you never knew the person to feel 
God come through and ask you, are you okay? It's different. And it's like, me? You talking to me? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Thank you. This so this is this is this is who you are, you know. And then from that moment, that you kind of you kind of like build, and um, and it it blossoms into this. Yeah, it does. And you know, I believe a lot of people feel that some are afraid of it, some just don't understand it. But it's it's I think a lot of us experience that though. I don't think you know a a lot of people. um, I don't think a lot of people are open to share that because, you know, these people today, they want to they wanna be normal. And to speak on something that you can't see isn't normal. Right. To say, I felt a spirit or I felt an immense amount of power this morning and it felt good, it felt uh, warm, loving, right. like peace. Yeah. It, yeah. To spread that, to, to say that to anyone is just like, Blasphemy, you, know you crazy. Yeah, it's not taught. Right. It's not taught. I and, mean, unless, yes, granted, some people may say it's the Holy Spirit. And we'll take that. And, right. right. And and I do, that That was, uh, like, I like to call that, and, and I just said this today when we had a conversation uh, previous to this, and I, we call, call that the voice beyond religion. Right, so now that that religion to me, there's a lot of things that religion can't teach, right. that religion can't pinpoint, you know. And to me, that is that is the experience with God, to the the true walking by faith and not by sight, the true trial and error in life. So, um, but yeah, so let's we we're gonna I'm I'm a, I'm gonna end this here. Let me know what y'all think and uh, catch us on the next one.